Hello, happy side owners and webmasters. Welcome to the Blockade Tips Tuesday podcast for January 24th, 2023. And I'm your host, Mayanna. Tips this week include the last of the Google Tag Manager and opt-in click tracking tutorials are finished in the GA4 course. Woohoo! The GA4 affiliate program is opening and a request for testimonials has been sent. Updates to the DIY SEO course and workshop order. Yoast SEO has a totally new user interface coming in today's update. Thrive has been acquired by WP Beginner. A post on how beauty bloggers make money that all bloggers need to read. Advice on building an online course that you need to read before you do it. The Amazon Influencer Program limits what they're going to pay commissions on. Uh Uh-oh. Google may boost posts that have more than just an Amazon affiliate link. YouTube's new Terms of Service revenue modules are rolling out. Oh, and go see the graphs of just how fast AI is moving and monetizing. The pro version of ChatGPT has been released. More free AI tools are on the way. Google will launch 20 new AI products this year. A great example of using ChatGPT for research and ideas. Why you must pay attention to the AI tool license. And artists are suing AI image tools for using their work as the seed. But Meta signs a deal with Shutterstock to train its AI with pro images. So let's dive in. In Blogate Happenings, this past week I have been on fire making new tutorials for Blogate courses and watching tutorials to learn new things, mainly AI related for both Blogate and my other projects. The AI landscape moves like high water rapids and it's a lot to keep up with, but it will directly impact the way you use it and how I'll be using it in courses to teach you how to make the most of it. So I intend to keep Tips Tuesday what it's always been, a way for you to stay way ahead of the curves. And right now, that's going to include a bunch of AI news in the mix. In Blogate course happenings, woo! I did a super happy dance on Saturday when I uploaded the last 10 of the Ultimate GA4 course for bloggers tutorials. They were all on how to track your opt-in clicks, including what page those clicks were on. And they include using Tag Manager to do it. And this past week, I also touched base with past affiliates of Blogate courses to invite them to be an affiliate of the GA4 course. And we're now lining up webinars for their peeps so they can see the power of GA4 and all you can do with it, including how easy it is to make custom reports that mimic the important data you're used to seeing in Universal Analytics. Now, over the next weeks, I'll be inviting course members to join the affiliate program too. And woo, I am so delighted by all of the kind words y'all have expressed to me privately about how much you're enjoying the GA4 course. Yesterday, I sent out invitations to share your testimonials about the course with details of what to send in. So look for that email if you're already in the course. And thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes to reply. It means so much to me. 
and to the success of the course in helping as many bloggers as we can make the switch to GA4 easily. And I want to give you an update on the DIY SEO course. This past week, I also began the process of revamping the tutorials in the DIY SEO course before we get started with our quick checks and workshops. The Google Connection section has been revamped with the removal of the Google Analytics Connection tutorials as they were for Universal Analytics and nobody needs to connect that anymore. Now, all of the Yoast SEO tutorials have also been updated and I only have one new one to make for the changes to the integration section so far, but the big UI revamp is scheduled to launch today. That's the user interface. So I'll need to revisit those tutorials and see what changed with the look and layout and language. Now, in a moment, you'll hear about a major change with ChatGPT that will directly impact the workshops I have planned to do with it in the course. So, I'm revamping the schedule yet again for that to be later in the course too. And that will also mean we'll be starting the quick checks and workshops with what we can do. And then I'll circle back to those two developments and we'll do those later. Right now, I'm updating the first set of workshops we'll be starting with to ensure they have the most recent updates from Google, especially with regard to important ranking signals for 2023. And I'll email all course members with our schedule as soon as I have it finalized. All right, y'all, that's the happenings around here. Let's jump into this week's tips and news. In WordPress tips, woo! Thrive has been acquired by WP Beginner, or at least the parent company of it. Now, y'all may recall that I recently reported on another plugin they recently purchased, and I gave you a long list of the popular plugins they own. In the past two years, a whole big bunch of popular themes and plugins have been acquired by just three companies, including WordPress itself. Now, I think this speaks volumes about how unsustainable the freemium method we've been enjoying for the last decade is not working for the devs and companies who can't afford to support the free versions alongside the increased pace of development with WordPress and security and such changing every five minutes. Now, as online business owners, we should accept that much of what helps us make money is worth supporting by paying for it. And acquisitions like this are the only way to sustain the freemium model where the bulk of folks using something are doing so for free. In monetization tips, the nice folks at Blogging Pro have an excellent post on how beauty bloggers make money that I think is important for all bloggers to read. Beauty bloggers are some of the highest paid content creators, and that has a lot to do with the multiple income streams they have created for themselves. And that diversification is the very thing I hope all bloggers have a look at because any single stream could be hit at any time. In fact, you'll hear more about that very thing in just a moment. Now, one revenue stream for you to seriously consider to capitalize on your expertise is to make a course. 
the nice folks at the Tilt put together the top five things you need to keep in mind when building your course. And let me tell you, these are the very things I see newbie course owners trip over every time. They've got their attention squarely focused on the course modules and not on the marketing. Think like a publisher. They don't care if you can write a book or record an album or make pretty drawings. They care if you can sell those things. In fact, the most successful authors always pitch the outline of a book to a publisher. They never write it first, and they include how they're going to market it. So, see this quick post on the tilt for all five tips to consider before you build your course. And, ooh, I heard that folks in the Amazon Influencer Program got notified that their commissions would no longer include any items outside of the category associated with their affiliate link. And thanks to one of my Hubbard clients, Sharon of Backyard Addict, for letting us know that some bloggers are screaming about this. Now, I'm a bit concerned that this may be a pilot of more commission drops. And I'm wondering how the category will be determined. For instance, on Heartwood Art, I link to the category page for hammers as they're so brand independent. But what if that person also buys a circular saw? Is that still in the broad category of tools? Or is there a distinction between hand tools and power tools? Hmm? And what if they buy wood glue or stain? Now, those certainly aren't tools, but they certainly are related to the project. So, we'll see what comes of this. But, it's just one more example of why you need multiple streams of revenue and why having your own products is key to your financial success. In SEO tips, now, I've been reporting to you since last year that Google is determined to derank fake review sites that have been created by pro SEOs who have never once used any of the products that they're reviewing. And Google is desperate to find in-person reviews, mainly videos, of folks who actually show themselves using the product and giving it a review. Those review posts are getting highly ranked. And now Google will likely be rolling out a perk they've talked about since last year for any post that had more than one affiliate link to that product. And of course, this is taking a direct shot at posts that only link to Amazon, as that's all most of those fake review sites do. Now, in Heartwood Art, I had planned to also link to Home Depot and maybe Lowe's for things like tools and such too. But at the time I was setting it up, they were changing their affiliate programs. And I have no idea what they're doing with it now. But when I eventually flip back to doing tutorials on how to use tools, I'll be doing reviews of them too. And I'll be researching other affiliate programs besides Amazon. In video tips, YouTube's new partner program Terms of Service has been released. Now, because YouTube is going to allow monetization of shorts on February 1st, 
They also needed to change how the terms of their partner program works. Basically, they've made it more modular, and you have to accept the terms for each. Those modules include watch page monetization module for the long-form content, and then shorts monetization model for ads that play between shorts and for YouTube premium subscription, and then commerce product addendum, and this includes fan funding features. You have until July 1st to accept the new terms. In AI tips, oh, y'all got to see how fast AI is moving and in monetization too. Now you've heard me say that AI is as world-changing as the internet and cell phones. Do you remember what it was like when you learned how to operate a computer? Remember when you had to learn how to use a smartphone? Well, learning AI is going to be like that. Now, I want you to go see a TikTok I have linked for you that shows the graphs of just how much faster this is taking off than anything else ever has. Now, you may not feel compelled to jump onto the ground floor of AI right now, but AI will be as much a part of your daily life as a computer or phone or internet itself. I'm seeing the business opportunities that AI is making possible for me, and I'm spending a lot of time right now learning the lingo and the culture and making use of what's available to me right now. This stuff is changing every two minutes, though. So, I'm not holding on to any one way of doing things. I'm just letting it prepare me to vet new things that come out and see if they're a good fit or have potential for making money. Now, keep in mind that the first bloggers to make real money kind of stumbled into it. That's the way it is with AI right now. And I'd like to invite you to embrace this with the enthusiasm you had in getting your first computer or your first smartphone or your first website. You never know what will inspire you. Oh, and ChatGPT Pro has been released. We knew this was coming. OpenAI just released the pro version of ChatGPT for $42 a month. Now, if you've tried to use the free version in the past couple of weeks or even tried to sign up, you've likely gotten an at-capacity message. The pro version promises to give your request priority, and you should not get that message. I've also heard that they've already curtailed the length of prompts in the free version, too. That's not only about GPU power usage. It's also about folks doing copy-paste on whole blog posts or YouTube transcripts as a seed to spin off their own version of it. Plus... Folks are inputting whole transcripts of things like long-form video content and podcasts and asking ChatGPT to summarize it for them so they don't have to read or listen to the whole thing. You know, that takes a ton of computing power, and none of it is free. It's like $3 billion a month. So, OpenAI is trying to divide the casual user from the power user with these moves. And I can tell you, power users will not balk at $42 a month either. 
So it may sound like a high price tag for casual users, but it certainly isn't for those who are making money with it already. But don't fret too much. Other free AI chatbots are already on the way. Google has one called Sparrow, which is part of its DeepMind AI. Now, they are calling it the ChatGPT killer and the grown-up version of ChatGPT. Uh-huh. We'll see. Anthropic will be releasing Claude. Now, keep in mind that Anthropic was started by folks who originally co-founded OpenAI. <laughs> now, Claude is not a full chatbot on its own. It's more like a chat GPT assistant. And honey, Google's on fire. As a matter of fact, they just announced Code Red with AI. Word is also out that Google plans to launch a total of 20 new AI products in 2023, all of which will have chatbot features. And this is now the primary focus for Google. They have three priorities for these releases, including getting facts right, ensuring safety, and getting rid of misinformation. <laughs> That's a pretty tall order, especially when you consider that Google has not been able to fully accomplish any of those things with search results. So we'll see. And, oh, you got to see this. The nice folks over at the Content Marketing Institute had a nice little conversation with ChatGPT that would be good for all bloggers to read. It will give you an idea of what to ask ChatGPT and how to refine your prompts to get better answers and more ideas when you're researching blog topics and even marketing angles. Now listen up, I cannot overstate this. On any AI tool you use, but especially the ones that generate images, video, or audio, check the terms of service and the license. Folks are already getting popped for using the free version of an AI and then posting what it generated on their brand site and social media channels. This is why I'm creating my own artwork and music for my secret YouTube channel and why I'm paying for a commercial license for the AI voiceover. The last thing I want to do is create a new revenue stream that gets popped with a copyright infringement or terms of use violations. So mind the license. And honey, artists are suing AI imaging tools for using their work as seed. The quality of AI image generation tools is stunning. And I mean breathtakingly stunning. I'm doing an insane deep dive into mid-journey these days, and I can't believe what it can generate giving explicit prompts. But... The reason it can produce such amazing images is because it has been trained on the styles and artwork of notable artists. In fact, you can even call them by name, like telling it to create the image in the style of Picasso or such. And living artists are fed up with having their work provide the training to any AI 
that may infringe on their uniqueness. Now, while I get that, I have to wonder if art schools will also have to stop teaching in the styles of masters. That's just how much of a slippery slope all of this is. But at least one company that wants to make use of paid stock images to train its AI is Meta. They just cut a deal with Shutterstock. And this is very much akin to TikTok, paying to license certain music for use on its app. And all of this is just one more reason why you have to pay attention to licensing. You can only use trending music on TikTok's personal profiles, not the business profile. When you're making money off the video, the licensing terms change. And same with using images on your blog. Check the license in terms of use. And the bottom line, there is no free lunch. And you can't afford to go on the cheap with all of this stuff and then turn around and use it to make money yourself. You're not a hobby blogger. You're an online business owner. And these are business expenses. Write them off your taxes. All right, y'all, that's a wrap for this week's Tips Tuesday. Thanks for sharing this podcast and post with your blogging buddies and for leaving comments and reviews, too. And be sure to visit blogate.net for more tips and resources. And I'll see you online.